for another episode of Locked On Syracuse. Matt Bonaparte with Owen Valentine today. A nice little change of pace here on Locked On Syracuse. We're talking TBT. Who is Bayheim's Army playing in the first round? All that and more. It's on Locked On Syracuse, and it's right now. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you here on Lockdown Syracuse. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Yesterday, IT interview uh, that did not end up materializing, so we apologize for that. But we still bring you content today, even uh, that it is a little bit shorter than usual. Brad couldn't be here. Owen Valentine steps right up in his spot. We're very happy about that. Owen, thank you for doing this today. appreciate you, my friend. I'm excited to be here. You know, we're starting to get into a little bit of a groove. Maybe I'm once a week until uh, Brad has his big uh, adieu. Until then, though, you know, we'll come in sporadically. We'll do what we can. Uh, excited that, that you reached out uh, this afternoon. Always, buddy. Uh, Syracuse, or excuse me, Bayheim's Army, as Brad always uh, makes fun of me when I screw that up. Bayheim's Army playing this Thursday, or Friday, excuse me, uh, July 22nd. Uh, against India Rising in the basketball tournament. The basketball tournament, I just, I love it so much. It's so exciting with all the different teams. Owen and I, pre-show, we're just going through uh, all the teams in Syracuse's region and just looking through uh, pretty much the entire bracket to see who's who and and what different teams mean what. Uh, India Rising is a very, very cool concept. It's, It's a team made of entirely Indian basketball players, something that I don't think anybody has seen before. Uh, A really great opportunity for them, but at the same time, a great opportunity for everybody else to see what kind of talent comes out of India. Yeah, this is such an exciting thing. And when you sort of look at player interviews from India Rising and interviews from their co-founders and sort of what this idea originally was, it's so cool to see it come to fruition and see them you know, going to be playing a game on ESPN with, you know, a ton of people watching. So to get that exposure is really what they were after. And so to see it come to fruition is a really, really cool thing. But they were just sort of in this, you know, India has a ton of basketball players. They say 10 and a half million people playing basketball in India, but it doesn't quite get that mainstream coverage. So they're hoping that, you know, this is that little kick spark to maybe get, you know, a handful more players starting to play and a little bit more publicity and, you know, people of Indian descent or Indian individuals saying, hey, look at that. We've got a ton of people that are playing professionally around the world. And this team is literally comprised of people playing in every professional college, whatever category that you can find globally right now. It's pretty cool to see them all come together and have this first time opportunity. Totally. Uh, And like you say, first time opportunity uh, for them, but also the first time opportunity for India Rising, their first time playing in the basketball tournament. They're making that sweet debut. Uh, and the roster, like you said, Owen, is made up of players who uh, played for schools that, at least some of them, that you've heard of. I mean, they've got players from Boston University, the 
Patriot League player of the year. Uh, and then you also have uh, guys from Stanford, from Maryland, Queens University. There are plenty of uh, guys out there who played in real programs. Uh, maybe not the biggest roles out there, but still, they are butting in to mainstream basketball uh, slowly but surely. So, so a pretty exciting thing. Something that's going through their roster, uh, and again, this is Syracuse's first round opponent, so this is good to know, uh, is that they're very much big man focused. Pretty much everybody that we found that put up any kind of numbers in college or any time before playing for uh, India Rising did it in the paint. They're 6'10". Uh, they average double-doubles. They don't really necessarily have a ton of guys who are going to go outside uh, and shoot you down from three, which could be an issue for Syracuse in that a lot of their talent is in the backcourt rather than the frontcourt. Kyle Wiltshire at 6'10". And Rakeem Christmas at 6'9". are going to be playing well, uh, but even them get a little bit tired. Yeah, I mean, you look at a team in Bayheim's Army that has had some rebounding issues in the past. That's not something that is too crazy of a take by any means. And India Rising is a team, as you were saying, we were scrolling through here and we're like, oh, I were, like this guy's numbers are crazy. A guy like Josh Sharma who played at Stanford and scored 10 points and was getting some boards last year at seven foot tall, right? And then you keep going and you're like, oh, here's a guy, Principal Singh, and he's a power forward. This guy played a little bit of time in the G League and spent a summer playing in the G League. And then you keep going through and you keep seeing uh, as you said, Sukmil Matone, uh, 6'10", played at Boston, reigning Patriot uh, Patriot League Player of the Year. Every time we see a guy who we're like, oh, look at these numbers from last year or from recently or from whenever, it happens to be a big man. So it seems like India Rising is sort of stacked where Syracuse has had some question marks in the past. And as you were saying, it really, you know, uh, sticks out for, you know, what can Kyle Wilcher do? What can uh, Marek Dolajai do in some minutes at the four? Uh, what can Rakeem Christmas do, right? Rakeem, although we always like to say was that last sort of true center that Syracuse has had, not a huge dude by any means. So this is a team that's got some size in India Rising that could potentially cause Syracuse some issues if there were some issues to be had in this game for uh, Beheim's Army. Quick note on Rakeem Christmas. I think it's it's funny whenever he's in town, everybody just wants to ask him about Michael Jordan because he's married to Michael Jordan's daughter. And I think Donna Tota put out an article recently at Syracuse.com that was just like, Raheem Christmas is in town. Once again, everybody's just asking about MJ. Uh, and he picked up some moves. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, this is very exciting for, for Syracuse, but for India Rising as well. I think that they are promptly – or excuse me, aptly um, as an eight seed. I don't think that they're the strongest team out there, but I think that they, if Syracuse isn't, or Bayheim's Army did it again, if Bayheim's Army isn't careful, uh, they're going to, they could they could struggle at times. I mean, I mean, what is Syracuse at the end of the day in the last 10 years? A team that will shoot the ball at times and a team that is incredibly physical and can drive their way inside, but they've never been great at defending uh, the big man in the last 10 years. Of course, the old days of the zone, that was the best thing. You couldn't go inside. That was the entire thing. Uh, but the zone this past season, pitiful, absolutely pitiful. Worst defense ever played by anybody on a basketball court ever. So um, I don't know. And obviously they don't play the zone, but still, you know, you've got a team that's going to go out there and play man. And I don't know whether or not they're going to be great on defense, but I can tell you what, they're going to score. 
this is, you know, as we always say, there's a lot of questions going into this tournament with Bayheim's Army year after year, and just pretty much with any team going in. I mean, even the, you know, your top seeds, your number one seeds, you don't really get a ton of time playing together. So there are a lot of sort of maybe early first uh, first quarter, first half moments where, you know, a team that is of lesser skill or maybe with some lower tier players in terms of where they played college or where they played professionally can get out to a better start just because of so many kinks that need to be worked out with these teams as you naturally face when you compile players from all around in different professional leagues, uh, overseas, domestically, G League, collegiate, wherever. It's so hard to get these guys together and really, really develop that flow until you know, it's day one of the tournament and you're right there in the first game. And that's where you can sort of see maybe the size advantage, eh, a little bit of an advantage that you can see from India Rising, maybe come into play early on. But I do assume that Syracuse's bigs, as you saw last year, will be able to hold their own as it's a similar uh, a similar crew coming in in terms of Rakeem uh, and DJ Kennedy and some other guys of a little bit of size, but also bring it in a little bit more size as well with a guy like Wilcher. All right, let me read a couple ads for you, and the others and I will talk uh, about the rest of the region and what Bayheim's Army has to look forward to if they can take down India Rising uh, on the 22nd. If you want to bet on that game, maybe think about going over to betonline.net. I'm not sure if they offer those lines, but it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. That's today twice in one sentence, people. Bet Online, where the game starts. But that's not all. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. For increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't even know what that means. And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts and the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and a supercomputer in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock All right, Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine, back with you here on Locked On. Syracuse, we are very glad that you are joining us. Only a few minutes left in our shortened episode for today. We're glad, again, that you are joining us. Bayheim's Army playing in the basketball tournament at the end of this week. India Rising, we covered that. We told you who they were, what they're about. But look around the region a little bit, and uh, if you made one, Look around your bracket, see who you picked Bayheim's Army to be playing in that second round. I've got them playing against the St. Bonaventure 
their team, brown and white, but they could very well third team, which is a team made up of primarily uh, guys who went to Ivy League schools or really good schools. I think that's kind of cool. It's a real fun concept. I mean, you look and everyone on that team is of Yale or you know Notre Dame, wherever, all these smart schools and coming together to uh, to play some basketball. And as they sort of have coined with the nerd team, show that these guys that are you know pretty strong in the classroom can also uh, throw down on the basketball court. Uh, interesting concept. I don't know how it comes to fruition on the team. Uh, I, I do like your sort of take with Brown and White. I think that uh, the Bonnies are going to be able to to make a little bit of that run in the first game. But it's fun to sort of look through the rest of this bracket here in terms of uh, Syracuse's region here, uh, especially when we go down to the 2-7 matchup with Blue Collar U, which is composed primarily, uh, actually I believe entirely, of Buffalo players. And then the NG Saints, uh, which as we were talking before we got on here, Matt, uh, a couple of guys that Bayheim's army might be prying at uh, moving forward if they can get their hands on them with uh, Scoop Jardine and Rick Jackson are playing for their high school alumni team. Cool. Uh, Newman Garetti out of uh, Philadelphia. So pretty cool to be able to get a high school alumni team playing in TBT to have the caliber players to do that. But I'm sure Bayheim's army wouldn't be uh, you know, too shy if Rick Jackson wants to come back over or Antonio Scoop Jardine makes his way back uh, into the three one five, which I believe they're playing right here in uh, in Syracuse to start things off. So we should be able to uh, get a peek at them, regardless of what team they're playing for. But that's a fun little matchup down at the two seven that I can't wait to see. And you know, ideally for you know ratings, I guess in terms of Central New York, in terms of me just wanting to see uh, some former Syracuse guys or some guys from Buffalo, another New York team represented that I'm sure. You know, Syracuse fans, especially of late, recognize a handful of those names. Uh, it'd be pretty cool for Bayheim's Army to meet one of them a little bit down the line. Yeah, and just one more thing on uh, the nerd team, and I didn't realize before, and I only saw right now, is that they have Prentice Hub, who just this past season uh, and played pretty well over the course of this past year. He wasn't great. Uh, when Syracuse played against Notre Dame this season, only six points, but he did have 10 assists and eight rebounds. Um, but he also, I believe he hit that shot that iced the game. Um, I remember Prentice Hub having done something. Um, so maybe I'll remember that later. But Prentice Hub, right out of school, guy from Notre Dame playing for the nerd team, like it's pretty big for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even put it together. I was just reading through schools. I'm on the nerd team. I was like, all right. How big a nerds are these guys, I guess? What schools are they coming from? You see some Harvard, some Yales, and I was just basically scrolling through the college section, and I didn't even realize it was Prentice Hub. So that's a pretty cool one. Uh, always cool to see guys, you know, come straight out of college into this tournament and sort of, you know, spark maybe where they can go next, uh, see if they can make a little bit of a jump to a better overseas team or a better league uh, professionally overseas. So very fun, and, you know, we'll keep an eye out on Prentice Hub especially if uh, Bayheim's Army crosses paths with them in game two. And you also talked about the Buffalo alumni team, Blue Collar U, kind of gave them uh, the rundown. They've got some great players on that team. C.J. Massenberg, who, of course, was a star on NATO's 32-4 and Buffalo team back in 2019. Uh, so they've got a lot of talent over there as well. Syracuse has had its fair share of back-and-forth bouts with UB uh, over the last few seasons, that Alan Griffin block game kind of comes to mind. 
immediately when you think about Syracuse. I remember Coach Beheim being so displeased with the with their players in the post game press conference. He he won't if he doesn't like you. He's going to let you know in the press conference, and that's exactly what he did uh, about Buffalo that game. Uh, but yeah, there's some cool teams in Syracuse's region. Hopefully, they could take two to uh, progress, and then. Uh, if it comes to that point, we'll be back talking about another region. But until then, uh, that's all we've got. So thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. Get more on the ACC by making Lockdown ACC your second listen ever. And the local experts of Lockdown take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Lockdown ACC with Candace Cooper your second listen. That is Lockdown ACC. Candace Cooper uh, and myself are here in Charlotte right now to cover uh, the ACC media kickoff. So uh, stay from that today if you're listening to this the morning of Wednesday, as well as some coverage on Thursday. Uh, We should have a couple great podcast outs for you this week, covering whatever we can and everything that we previewed about the tournament. We talked about what questions we want to ask the players. Hopefully I can get those answers for you today tomorrow or the next day. That's all we got. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen. We'll talk to you later.